Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what big wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. The Sixers have a chance to land the best player that's ever lived but is it slipping away? So I had to bring in our friend Scoop B. Robinson to kind of talk me off a ledge a little bit. He's had a busy week, but he's joining us here for Mouthpiece Sports Talk, day 14 of LeBron Watch, to talk a little LeBron, to talk a little draft. What's up, Scoop B? Man, I'm good. Busy week. Happy Sunday. Uh, Getting ready to get into the swing of things Uh, with free agency. We got a reprieve with, uh, for a couple days at least, with the uh, NBA uh, awards coming and uh, then it's back to business with July 1st and right around the corner followed by July 8th when you know players can officially sign with teams so LeBron watch Kawhi watch of course Kawhi is more of a tradable uh, asset as well as Paul George DeMarcus Cousins um, got a lot to talk about man I'm excited and we just came off of a pretty uh, exciting NBA draft so. absolutely and it's a crazy time here in Philly we're finally we're out of the process it's time to make a move here and I got to ask you a question about the draft. I was a little concerned about Brett Brown, the GM. I thought what he did on Thursday night was a pretty good move for the Sixers. The 2021 unprotected first round pick. You can't argue with that. He kind of caught me by surprise. I didn't think he had the type of balls, to be honest with you. I want to hear what you thought about what the Sixers did and a little bit about Zaire Smith, too, if you don't mind. Well, no, Zaire Smith uh, has an advantage of um, being 6'4", but playing pretty tall. I've, I've heard some people say he could shoot better than Jaron Jackson Jr., uh, but block shots better than Marvin Bagley. And part of the reason why uh, he has that uh, unique experience is because when he was in high school, um, he actually was the tallest guy on his team, so he started at center. And uh, when he went to Texas Tech, uh, that kind of carried over, you know, a, a guy that can uh, shoot, score, rebound, he, black shots, play, play impeccable defense. Brett Brown has actually compared him to Kawhi Leonard, and that's high praise for um, a coach who actually uh, was in the trenches with Kawhi Leonard, won four uh, NBA championships as a staffer, whether an unpaid staffer under R.C. Buford or becoming an assistant coach with the team. So, you know, dating back to 1999 to 2000 and 
something. I can't think of the last championship he won, but um, he's 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 won some championships as a staff or as an assistant coach. Um, but as far as Jair goes, uh, I, I think it's a good pickup uh, for the Sixers. I think for Brett Brown, I think many people, because of the burner accounts with Brian Colangelo and Brett Brown stepping in and being both general manager and head coach, I think people, um, you know, just think that Brett Brown is just a coach. Uh, but he's had experience scouting, coaching, et cetera, and, and having an eye for talent coming out of the Spurs system. He must know something. Um, but as, as it relates to M- Michael Bridges, of course, people are going to be upset. It's a guy that came out of Great Valley High School, played at Villanova, um, and, and definitely, uh, definitely is, 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 a, is a disappointment, uh, for somebody who, um, like Michael Bridges, just does the right things. Um, and I think that the thing about it that's disappointing, um, to people more specifically is the fact that Bridges doesn't really hurt you. Um, just some of the notes that I took throughout, um, the draft process, uh, Michael Bridges increases three point percentage shooting each year. His freshman year, he hit 29% of the freshman. Sophomore year, 39%. Junior year, 43.5%. Uh, and he shot over 50% from the field in all three years at Villanova. So a guy in college who averaged 17 points, five rebounds, a game at Villanova. People are disappointed. He's a hometown guy. Um, grew up in Malvern, if I'm not mistaken. Yep. And also, um, you know, played at Nova and his mother works in the staffing agency uh, for the Philadelphia 76 ers There's a lot of uh, a lot of nepotism, legal nepotism going on, but you know, <laughs> it, 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 it's disappointing to a lot of people. Yep. I, I mean, I think Bridges will be a guy that sticks around the league, you know, for a long time. Uh, but I don't see him as an all-star. And maybe Zaire Smith has that potential to eventually an all-star later down the road. I don't see Bridges as ever reaching that all-star potential. I think he'll be a solid guy, you know, that Andre Iguodala, Thaddeus Young kind of deal that we've seen here before in Philly. But I don't see Bridges' ceiling that high. So I'm okay with the trade. I want to hear what you say about the 2021 unprotected pick. That asset's a pot of gold. In my opinion, for, yeah, it's it's a pot of gold because I think the Sixers do well. I mean, ever since uh, the NB draft in 2014, um, you know they stockpiled drafts, they traded draft picks. Um, you know, they traded Drew Holiday, they traded Michael Carter Williams, and I was disappointed in Michael Carter Williams. Even you know a one time look of the year, but he hasn't seemed to find greener pastures elsewhere. Uh, as far as your assessment of Michael Bridges, I have to respectfully disagree, um, only because I look at Guys like Bridges and guys like Wayne Ellington, guys who grew up on the main line, they all grew up watching Kobe. Bridges is special. And there's something about Bridges that reminds me of uh, Andrew Wiggins. I feel like Andrew Wiggins, had he went to Cleveland, he would have shined, but would have been without LeBron and maybe Cleveland would have won a championship. You look at Bridges. He was drafted by the Sixers with the Phoenix. That reminds me of the day Kobe uh, was traded from the was drafted by the Charlotte Hornets. Oh boy, I hope that uh, I hope that's not. And the was case. traded to the Lakers for Vlade Divac. <laughs> I hope that's not the case. <laughs> well, this is what I'll say: Phoenix is a team that is on the rise, not just because they got Aiden, but they already had solid guys on that team. Yeah, Josh Jackson and Devin Booker. I know I, I like Bridges the fit there in Phoenix a little bit better than the fit here. I you know like Brett Brown said. They're star hunting, and I want to get to LeBron here, transition from the draft to LeBron. So the, uh, the updated odds, we had a post yesterday about the odds. The Lakers are the overwhelming favorite now at 13. That's minus 325, which is a lot. Bet 100, you mm-hmm. lose 325. Cavs, who, you know, you said in our Q&A, keep the Cavs in mind. I've been saying the Cavs as well. 
are still a possibility. They're 13 to 4 plus 325. Then the Rockets mm-hmm. at plus 750. And then the Sixers, who were once the favorite before the Brian Colangelo burner account issue, are now 10 to 1 at plus 1,000. What has happened, Scoop? Why won't LeBron be a Sixer? Um, Talk me off a ledge here. Well, here's the thing. I had a conversation, and, and you'll see an article come out later this week. I don't want to spill the beans yet. Um, Lakers, the conversation that I had, the Lakers are more plausible uh, than people realize. Uh, I can't give you my total tip right now. You guys got to read it over at Basketball Society Online sometime this week. But and we'll post that as well. Lakers, Lakers, LeBron um, is more likely than you think. Um, but you know, people that it's been reported, obviously Gary Payton said that LeBron's son has already enrolled in a school that, you know, Scotty Pippen Jr. is there, Kenyon Martin's uh, son is there. Uh, but I, I've spoken to some people in Cleveland who have said um, that LeBron James Jr. actually was deciding between that school in the L.A. area and a school called Copley High School, uh, which is in the Akron area. And there's like two sides to Copley. So, like, basically, Copley is out of district in the section of where LeBron lives. But that basically that school where LeBron was trying to team up with someone else, um, LeBron Sr. would actually have to pay out of district prices mm. for him to go there. I've heard that argument, mm. um, but, but I've also um, heard some things where LeBron basically had to let certain people know that are his sponsors where he's going. Because of a rollout campaign with NBA 2K and a few other places, and there's so many other factors that go into it. I'm leading you in a little bit into what I wrote about. Mm-hmm. I can't tell you everything yep, yet. No, I hear you. What I will tell you is that Philadelphia on paper, skill-wise, looks great. L.A. has the New York effect yes. on the West Coast. That's what I'm kind of leaning towards. I can't come up with a good reason basketball-wise, championship-wise. Why LeBron wouldn't want to come to Philadelphia. It's the Eastern Conference. He's got Ben Simmons. He's got Embiid. Guys he likes, by the way. They have the assets to potentially grab another star. They have a solid coach. Basketball-wise, I think Philadelphia makes more sense than any other team. But I understand what you're saying. The L.A. factor. The glitz and the glamour. I mean, it's just looking like he's going to go to L.A. at this point. Yeah, I think it has a lot more to do with... Um, the chance to win championships, uh, the personnel on the floor, um, and that Paul George and LeBron are pretty much already a package deal. Yeah. Kawhi Leonard, not so much. Um, and which is why, you know, I know Philadelphia is trying to put out all the stops. And I, and I even said earlier this week, it looked like Brooklyn was trying to pull out all the stops in the Dwight Howard move that takes about 17 to $19 million off their cap space. They're in repair mode uh, post the, you know, Garnett, Pierce, and t- Jason Terry trade where they, Basically, got Jason Tatum to come to Boston, you know, and that 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 draft pick uh, asset. Yep, the Boston. Um, Thanks a lot, mm, <laughs> Brooklyn. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> but as far as LeBron goes, yeah, uh, things that I've been told and things that I'm I'm legitimately hearing and getting calls about. The biggest factor is a combination of personnel. Although I think the Sixers have more personnel than the Lakers at this point, um, but also um, I think that uh, it, it, it's it's brand. It's 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 a lot that goes into it. But what I would say, is as far as it goes with Cleveland, I think drafting Colin Sexton, although it's it's not, you know, I don't think that's a mea culpa uh, in getting LeBron to come back. Mm-hmm. It does signal that they can build with him and other young pieces that are already on that team. Jordan Clarkson, uh, Larry Nance Jr., mm-hmm. uh, and more. Um, but I, I think that uh, for 
the Cavaliers, there are also other factors. You know, I've been told that uh, the Cavaliers were are looking to move Kevin Love and Kevin Love in a trade where uh, you can send him to Portland in exchange for uh, Damian Lillard or CJ McCollum. That that's floated in my ear a few times. I was also hearing, you know, before the draft uh, that you know Cleveland was trying to move the eighth pick. Uh, potentially Kevin Love in exchange to Kimball Walker. Kimball Walker was on the trading block, yeah. the trading deadline in February. Yep. Um, so, so there are other factors that are involved, uh, but at this point with LeBron, uh, the most viable option, so it looks, is, is Cleveland uh, remaining there. Cleveland can offer him the most money, uh, or uh, the Los Angeles Lakers. Uh, the thing that is disappointing is if you know he does go to Los Angeles, Julius Randle may not stay. And yeah. I like Julius Randle a lot. I think he's a blue collar DeMarcus excuse me, DeMarcus uh, Cousins. Huh. That's a pretty good comparison. And one one thing about LA though, what about his legacy if he goes to LA? Now I'm a LeBron fan. Like I'm a Sixers fan first and foremost, but I love watching LeBron on the Cavaliers. I loved watching him on the Heat, but I'm not a Lakers fan. And I don't think that you either love or you hate the Lakers. Does this hurt his legacy a little bit? In your opinion, going to L.A., for me, I'm not going to be rooting for LeBron to win a championship with the Lakers. I can't do it. It's not in my DNA. I think um, often, I had this conversation with a close family friend uh, earlier today. Uh, he said, you and your media friends need to stop comparing LeBron to Michael. And I said, you know, I, I can't speak for me. I can't speak for my media friends. I can speak for me. I never compared LeBron to Michael, but this is what I will say. If you compare Michael LeBron to Michael, then that means you have to compare LeBron. Excuse me, you have to compare Michael to Bill Russell because Bill Russell has more championships than Michael. But I add this: LeBron is not the Michael Jordan of this era. But this is what I will tell you: I think it's a more of a viable option to compare Mike to compare LeBron James um, as our era's Julius Dr. J Irving, mm. huh. and I'll tell you why. Our parents loved Dr. J. Dr. J was able to play in both the ABA and the M- and NBA era. Played for the, the the Long Island Nets. He played for the Philadelphia 76ers. Was traded from the Nets to Sixers for cast consideration. Uh, went to the finals with the with the Sixers. Wore the Afro, slam dunked. You look at LeBron James. Introduced the digital era to the NBA. He has you know you have uh, intellectual properties like uninterrupted. Um, you, you had the decision, which changed the way, not only the way players introduced their free agency, but also how college players or incoming college players commit to colleges. You look at Jabril Peppers when he went to Michigan. He announced his decision in a freestyle rap mm-hmm. on ESPN. Uh, so I, I look at LeBron as more of this generation's Dr. J more than I do this generation's Michael Jordan. Hmm. And so I think when you talk about legacy, and, Mike, and LeBron doesn't want to play with this team because this person played. Let's not forget LeBron James and Dwayne Wade almost went to the Chicago Bulls in 2010 and teams with uh, Derrick Rose. You Imagine know, you talk about happened. Michael. No, uh, because Miami was a better deal. Yeah. Chris Bosh, LeBron Wade. James, and Dwayne Wade. And look what ended up happening to Derrick Rose injury-wise. Yeah. Uh, it wouldn't have worked out as well. And, that I mean, him going to Miami totally changed this league. It, it, the, this league has been on an arrow up ever since the decision. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. There's no doubt about mm-hmm. it. So I want to do a couple rapid fires here with you, if you don't mind, to end uh, sure. our conversation. How about, okay, give me your top three LeBron suitors as of 624-18. Top LeBron suitors, um, well, you got to go with the team he's currently on, the Cleveland Cavaliers. Uh, there's no place like home. Number one. 
he's won, you know, one championship with him. That's one. Uh, two uh, would be the Los Angeles Lakers mm-hmm. for marketing reasons, um, for uh, personnel on the floor. And it's not a foregone conclusion that Lonzo Ball could end up going to Cleveland in the trade. Uh, I know my colleague Stephen A. Smith reported that, uh, which means, you know, Lonzo would team with a, uh, a uh, Colin Sexton as well as uh, Jordan Clarkson, Larry Nance Jr. That's like the East Coast Lakers team right there. Mm-hmm. Um, and then number three would be Philadelphia. I still think Philadelphia is a viable option. They, they've proven in the draft that they can, you know, they can, they can uh, move some muscle and make things happen. And also it's, Playing the intrigue of playing with Joel Embiid and playing with Ben Simmons, playing with you know hopefully JJ Reddick resigns and you know they find a way to retain uh, Covington as well. I like him. I like Covington a lot. Um, and those are my top three. But the the last one I'm going to add a three A, a mm-hmm. uh, would be the Miami Heat. I mean, yeah. I return to the Miami Heat. I've been consistent in me saying You've that. You've been the on Miami- that for a while. The Heat. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The Miami Heat is still a team um, that uh, Pat Riley will find a way to make things happen, uh, and I think that uh, they are a team that's of intrigue because you still have a center mm-hmm. uh, that you can build around. They move Dragic, um, and and I think that um, they have a chance to get something great. Yeah, they're they're in the back of my head because of you that's the second time you said it, you're on it. Hey, if it happens, it happens, but you got to keep Miami in the back of your head, guys. Uh how about Paul George? Where's he playing next year? Well, like I said before, most um free agency deals are done before July 1st. Mm-hmm. You know, people have runners and things that happen. Um I will say that Paul George is in a situation where, you know, he's saying, oh, I might stay in OKC. I don't buy it. Uh, I don't either. I, I look at Just Miami, gut feeling. Or LA. Miami or LA. All right. And how about Kawhi? Where's he getting traded to? Gut feeling a week out or maybe not even a week out for when Kawhi gets traded. Well, either staying in San Antonio okay. or Boston. San Antonio or Boston? Oh, Boston would be the worst case scenario. I just hope the Spurs keep them. If they don't trade for the Sixers, just keep them, Spurs. You, you look at the situation. See, Boston has so many moving parts. Um, you look at the play of Terry Rozier uh, this year. I mean, Terry Rozier is everywhere. The other night, he played at Rucker Park um, and put on a show. It was either Rucker or Dykeman. Uh, I saw it on Instagram. But you got to think about this. Kyrie Irving is now expendable. Yeah. Kyrie Irving is a free agent next season. And Kyrie Irving legitimately wants to play play for the Knicks. I can tell you that for a fact. I've known that since he played in Cleveland. Kyrie Irving grew up in West Orange, New Jersey, literally 15 minutes from uh, Madison Square Garden. His father's from the South Bronx. His godfather is Rod Strickland. And he would be able to get shipped to San Antonio for a year, and Boston would be able to get something. Boston was not one of those teams on that piece of paper that he when he asked for a trade. So Boston's got to get something for Kyrie Irving. Sending him to San Antonio in a trade with Gordon for Gordon Hayward, uh, and sending you know, and and then Boston getting Kawhi Leonard in return, it's still something that's realistic. Um, so I, I think while Brett Brown may have a relationship with Ka- Kawhi Leonard, um, I think that the deal for um, 
the deal for with the Boston Celtics where you get Kyrie Irving is it's more of a, a pleasurable deal than anything else. Yeah, Boston certainly has the assets. I've heard the Knicks thing for Kyrie as well. If he, he wants to go to New York, just like Kawhi wants to go to L.A., you got to get rid of these guys and get something back for them. I totally agree. And Scoop, where can we see you this week? I know you're going to be all over the place. Tons of work coming out on Basketball Society and your Twitter account. Give us a little uh, preview. Oh, yeah. Uh, this week I'll have a story on um, actually Rod Strickland. Uh, uh, Rod Strickland, who was uh, Kyrie Irving's godfather, grew uh, up with Kyrie's father, Dredrick Irving. Uh, he and I spoke on the Scoopy Radio podcast this week, and I have a story on Basketball Society on that. Uh, just about when he knew that uh, Kyrie was a special player. Uh, Rod Strickland is an NBA veteran, uh, coached at the University of Kentucky under John Calipari. Uh, and in addition to that, I'll have a piece with um, uh, Carl Anthony Towns Sr., a uh, legendary coach in Piscataway, New Jersey, also the father of um, Carl Anthony Towns Jr., of the Minnesota Timberwolves. Mm-hmm. And he told me a story about uh, his son and Kevin Garnett. So you'll have that this week, and then you'll be seeing some LeBron coverage as well this week, some stuff you may want to pay attention to. Make sure you subscribe to the Scoopy Radio Podcast. This week, we actually have Cardi B's dentist. She fixed her teeth. (laughs) I'll be looking out for that. All right, Scoop B. Robinson, Basketball Society, Scoopy Radio. Check them out. Scoop, thank you so much for joining us. My pleasure, man. We we, we can talk anytime. You got my number. Absolutely. A little post-LeBron will catch up, all right? For sure, brother. Enjoy the rest of your day. All right, enjoy yourself this week. Scoop B Radio. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. 